This is Grindhouse Courthouse, After Hours. Welcome to After Hours. After Hours. <laughs> Today, we'll be discussing the 1994 film Time Cop. Time Cop! We hated it. It wasn't good. <laughs> it was bad. No one enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed while watching it, it with you guys again. Like, I have to reiterate that point where it was a fun movie to watch with friends. But I probably would not watch this by myself. I enjoyed it. It was a struggle to watch by myself. I just wanted to do anything else. I was like, just... I would put this on par with, like, Tokyo Showdown, though, as, like, it's fun to watch as a group. I don't think I would ever watch Tokyo Showdown by myself. I'd have more fun watching Tokyo Showdown by myself than Time Cop by yes, myself. Yes, yeah. I agree with that, and that's, and that's I'm just saying it's kind of, like, on that level where I wouldn't watch either of them by myself. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing, like, where Little Tokyo or showdown in little tokyo had some charm to it or just like some moments that you just questioned why they're filming this movie or they knew they were making fun of it time cop did not do that it did not did not acknowledge its existence it wasn't making like poking fun of itself it was just playing it straight throughout the whole thing but not realizing what it was producing so it's yeah it's hard to say yeah you can watch it and just have a blast or like make fun of it because uh, yeah i think so we actually had predictions i was gonna say i think i think this is like Part of the reason this entire thing exists is because, like, of all of those late 80s, 90s action stars had to have their at least one sci-fi movie. Like, Arnold had Total Recall and Terminator. Sly had Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Judge Dredd, that counts as kind of a sci-fi movie, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. This this was probably his only one, Jean-Claude. So I think he probably... He oh yeah, universal. Yeah, but that's not really science fiction so much as a guy who's like. They got dropped off from a junk planet. Kind of sci-fi. No, that's Soldier. The nineteen ninety. That's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. <laughs> universal Soldier. Universal Soldier as they get frozen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right, he's, right. He's he's in the Watch jungle in Vietnam. <laughs> I watched it last week, so I remember very well. <laughs> oh, they've already rebooted that, right? Or no, no, they've just made six of them or whatever. Okay. Well, it's getting rebooted for oh, sure. Most likely. Well, like, there's an interesting concept there. Unlike Time Cop, uh, I don't think you could remake Time Cop. Maybe if you follow the comic. Times we wrote the script <laughs> for Time Cop Two, but it's like it's almost a completely different movie. Time Cop Two, your version of it sounds fucking amazing, right? I know. Yeah. But uh, like, if you just had to make Time Cop, the only thing that's interesting about Time Cop, the reason why we remember it, is Jean Claude Van Damme. I think Time Cop Two would just be like basically do. Stick with, like, the theme and still have an antagonist, but, like, ultimately have the movie slowly shift into, like, the butterfly effect, where, like, the cop just keeps fucking up timelines for himself yep. and can't get back and just kind of loses himself in these, like, divergent timelines that he keeps cutting himself out of by trying to solve problems. That's why I, I think butterfly effect, it was poorly executed because it was, like, fucking Ashton Kutcher and, like, Amy Smart or something, and like the plot was stupid, but like in theory, that should have been a great mm. movie. <laughs> Do you remember that scene in the Butterfly Effect when he like slams his hands down onto the thing as a kid, and then the dude in prison is like, "Oh, you've got the stigmata on your hands," but he would have come in with those scars, so the guy wouldn't have seen anything. Do you right. Do you remember the scene in Butterfly Effect when he's a fetus and he strangles himself with his with his own umbilical cord? <laughs> do you not? Do you not hey, recall that happened that? to me? Okay, <laughs> it's not. Uh, oh, I don't remember. That's how the movie ends because he knows he's a problem. He can't keep time traveling. There's consequences to this. Man, well, that got dark as fuck. Time cops sucks. <laughs> I think. 
I, I think there okay, is we, a universe. Like if you wanted to do Time Cop again, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a singular movie. It would be a serialized series where like each episode he goes back to a different time and solves like some sort of smaller crime. Like he goes back to the nineteen that whole thing in nineteen twenty nine. That would just be a whole episode where he goes to the stock stock market crash. Yeah. You're kind of leaning towards uh, Stargate, I feel like. Well, yeah. Time Cop actually did have a TV. And that would be great. I agree. So Time Cop actually did have a TV series. It was scheduled for 13 episodes and got canceled after the ninth because it was so bad. So this was back in 97, oh, trying to ride the high of it. And it was the Wait, same idea there's... where each episode he'd be going back in history to prevent certain measures. So he was hunting like Jack the Ripper at one point. <laughs> So there's like nine episodes out there somewhere in the world. Yeah. Floating around. Time Dave, off. are you going to watch that after you finish watching all the Highlander TV series? Oh, man. I haven't picked that back up. <laughs> oh, like, man, you need we, to get to the episode of the Andy Gap. I haven't been able to pick it back up. Well, I guess I'm proof. <laughs> I just want you to see that episode where the handicapped immortal puts his head on the train tracks. <laughs> I think I'll just go right to that one. Because it, it <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> That reminds me of uh, Inception. But in a bad way. In a bad way, yes. Very bad way. No, there's no bad or good way. It just reminds me of it. Well, that's the plot point in Inception, where he's like, you know where the train will take you, but you don't want to go there, or whatever, and then they lay down on the tracks. Oh, okay. And then she's like, I think I'm still dead, and jumps out a window. And then he's like, I've got to get my kids back. And at the end of the movie, you don't know if he gets his kids back or not. Right. Any other movies I can sum up in 30 yeah. seconds? Any other movies you want to spoil for the audience? <laughs> <laughs> I know like Inception's been out for a while, but we're we are destroying time travel movies right well, we now. Are, yeah, we <laughs> like, already we already destroyed Loki, didn't we? Yes, we we destroyed Loki and we destroyed uh Predestination as well. So apologies. Well, I think we did not. I think we basically explained what they explained in episode oh, one of Loki. Yeah, so you're mentioning just like if they were if they were to do time cap time cop again it would have to be a series but like loki has done this now you have the tva which is basically the tec existing outside of time and space so that's where you no know, loopholes kind of form actually you're right yeah they're like loki is essentially like perfected this whole storyline right yeah well to it's extent, more interesting than what we got with time cop but you know what's funny about loki is they muddled it up with all the superhero yeah. stuff yeah like if they take out the superhero stuff it's an even better story what I want yes. is a buddy cop, time traveling duo <laughs> with Owen Wilson and Loki. I just want the two of them just like shooting one liners at one another, and that's it. Just trying to solve mysteries of time yeah. and just being like, not actually engaging the big bad boss. Like they're down here. That stuff's happening up with the Avengers, and they're like, oh yeah, stuff's happening up there. We're just trying to figure out who killed this random guy or something like that. That's what I wanted yeah. out of Loki. I was so disappointed when it immediately went to yeah. just right off the rails. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the opposite where I'm very excited for what they're going to be doing next with like Kang. Um, but I want more jet skis. Go back to the jet skis. <laughs> yeah, like what are the stakes in Loki isn't all of time? Isn't the new Ant-Man movie supposed to be like that's like the big boss of that one? Yeah, Kang's going to be, so you're going to get a version or a variant of Kang in Ant-Man. Uh, Quantumania, but you're going to probably see Kang scattered throughout the next three phases. And again, spoilers. Well, he'll, he'll be everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, spoilers. If anybody read comics, they're probably going to pull from like the idea of Battle World, where you have again, like these multiverses coming, converging together. So there can only be one. And then you have God Doom, but they're going to just like tie this in with Kang somehow. They're just going to print more money, though. No, they're going to try and reboot the Fantastic Four and it's going to fucking <laughs> fail again, just like it does every single time. 
Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. We're going to do the 10 best things about Ken and why Marvel is... Okay, we're getting back back on track. Back on track. We're talking about... That's not the kind of show we do. Yeah, we're not going to hit you with like 10 favorites. We're going to talk about our predictions about Time Cop because we decided to do predictions for this movie. Um, I'm not. All right, here's my top 10 predictions for Time Cop. So... Do you have the notes in front of you? I don't think you do. If not, okay. Ten Easter eggs you missed in Time Cop. Did you notice that John Claude's Van Damme's ass was better than yours? <laughs> everyone it was. Everyone noticed that because I could see all of the striations of his butt muscles and every little hair out of his anus in that one close-up shot. <laughs> if you look in the top right corner, you can see the mascot for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's an allusion to when uh, Jean Claude Van Damme murders the Pittsburgh Penguin mascot <laughs> in a dishwasher machine. <laughs> In sudden death. 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 95. He did that movie right after with the same director. That's a little tidbit for you. Oh, interesting. Did you notice that katana up in the right hand corner when he was uh, getting uh, murdered by his houses exploding? Yeah, that's the katana from the Kumita, which he won. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Bloodsport. Kumita rules. Uh, Shadoshi, I will honor you in. Uh, I don't have any of the predictions. No, no I, one has. I, I okay, so well, Matthew and I will go back and forth. You want to take the first? Actually, okay. I'll take the first one, being you can read yours. So Tom's prediction. So we had an idea of what era or what time period the Max Walker would go to, and Tom predicted that he was going to focus in the 1940s for some odd reason, and that reason was basically to just have sex with his own grandmother, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Uh, would then later on go to try and destroy the time machines and the time cops, and they would live their life forward. So he was preventing the TCE or the TEC from existing, and then there'd be no we time. We can't travel. live in the past, Adam. We must live our lives forward. <laughs> time travel forces us to think backwards, but we must seize the means of production and then fuck our own grandmas away. <laughs> that is in Das Kapital, actually. Forward, forward, not backward. Upward, not forward. Forever twirling. Well, I just thought the 40s would be like more fun than present day, right? Yeah. But what's the special 94? Why was that special? That was the year the movie was released. The most important year. Yeah, but present day. But we were predicting what era mainly Jean Claude Van Damme would go back to. And we have for Tom, 1940s, because we thought that'd be the most interesting era. Dave's prediction was he would go to two points. He would go to the medieval times, but then he would also go to the distant future of the 2100s. But then also. Yeah, that, that got <laughs> shut down very quickly. Yeah, I mean, that so. Was really, really sad. In the second scene, they said not allowed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, okay. There goes my phone. <laughs> Uh, but then you also suggested that there's going to be no type of butterfly effects and it's only a fun time chase movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme catches the bad guy and takes him into time prison. Kind of didn't happen. Yeah, no, that happened. <laughs> well, you almost caught that guy into time prison before they're like, your sentence is death and then drop him onto a car. Can we talk about for a second what that system of justice is? Yeah. So the guys committing, that was, biz- that was uh, bizarre. Hard and cold, so I believe. Stern? Uh, oh my God. But fair. <laughs> isn't the isn't the system of justice so for the people who didn't I don't know if we actually went over this so the guy Jean Claude and the partner are falling out of a building and then he goes beep boop beep boop and goes back to the the present and then they sentence him it's just like in a dingy dark room and there are these three people that said yeah you're guilty death that's what we sentence you to well they look at each other first to confirm that they all think that he's guilty and 
Then yeah, they but kill there's him probably like they didn't even but. that woman didn't even give their, her other partners time to even interject at all. Like, just this fucking Janice is taking over <laughs> this place anyway. Like, anyway, so the the sentence is that they sentence him to death, but the way they do it is they send him back to 1929 to continue falling out of the building and splat onto the ground. <laughs> but so another another problem with that scene is. Earlier in the 1920s, he was listening to a cassette player. Like he had technology from oh, the yeah. future back in the 1920s. And there was a police officer that witnessed that man travel through time or like through a wormhole to fall onto that car and die. So is that not creating a ripple? Is that not causing any type of consequences with time there? No, it's- that guy was old and <laughs> he, he didn't know what he was. <laughs> Everyone said, yo, you're crazy, Bill. Don't worry about him. How many times has that happened to us in reality, though, where someone actually saw something impressive and was like, fuck you, Tom, you didn't see that. Please believe me. Every day. But isn't that creating, like, they're essentially just dropping people. Like, this guy exists in 2004 or 1990, whatever. He exists in the 2000s. And then they just essentially dropped his body back Mm -hmm. in 1929. So 1929 has a body that nobody knows who it is or who he belongs to. Yeah. No, they but how did he have like the office and stuff? Like he had like the his secretary knew him. Well the, the implication but is that he how, was doing it a lot. How did he get all that? So he was like there for like years yeah, to, build to set up that reputation. Yeah. yeah, probably back and forth a lot, but yeah. The implication he's been there a while. But like wouldn't someone notice Tomkoff with their special fancy computers catch that like why are we sending Bill back to the twenties again? This doesn't make any sense, guys. It's just criminals. I just have to go. Okay, load I'm me catching in. a real big fish here. I'm I'm doing a I'm going undercover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so in Star Trek Enterprise, which nobody watched, there was a, a plot about um, these time traveling aliens, basically, and it kind of reminded me of this because like they didn't know anything about them and they could barely detect them. They just knew. They were probably time-traveling aliens, which is, like, I feel like what should have happened in this movie is, like, not only is there the the TEC with, like, immediate problems, like, like the fucking people we know are doing this stuff, but shouldn't there also have been, like, decades and decades and decades down the road, like, we're also dealing with all those people, yeah. Yeah. and, like, we're having consultations with, like, TEC agents from 50, 60 years in the future... I mean, it, get, it 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 makes the movie impossibly complicated when you start thinking that way. Because then, like, of course, you have to have that, but like, those TEC agents can't like divulge information to the. I don't know. <laughs> Rick and Morty has a scene like that where it's like, oh, we'll go back to kill Hitler, and then it's just endless time traveler after time traveler trying to stop that first person <laughs> from killing Hitler. Because yeah, like everybody would suddenly pile onto these significant events, right? Right. There'd be. You'd be lousy. Like, society would only function to just keep the TEC going, right? Because that's the only way you could keep everybody safe. Right. God. Uh, (laughs) Fuck, I hate Time Cop. Fantastic. (laughs) Great movie. Matthew, do you want to give your prediction? (laughs) Uh, So I, uh, my prediction was that he would go back in time and have sex with himself. Just, just because, I don't know. That's the thing you would do. Look, look at him. Look at that butt. Look at those splits. Now neither of them will be virgins. <laughs> and um, essentially, I thought the way that it would end is the villain would get trapped in the past in some sort of a time loop, or like they would just, or essentially they would go back to the world of back, you know, back to the future three in that old western world, and just leave him there. And then that's just his life; he has to live there for the rest of his days, which would have been funny. 
But mostly I just want to watch Back to the Future 3 again. Make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Never going to happen. Never going to happen. My prediction for it was he was always going to go back to the 1980s where he would blend in with his mullet uh, because mullets were a fashion statement back then. And he'd just be a real cool guy. Uh, I also thought that the villain was going to be Jean-Claude Van Damme, but from the future, uh, which is also preventing the present Jean-Claude Van Damme from catching the criminal. So there's always this like feedback loop of them battling each other. But present day Jean-Claude Van Damme wouldn't know his enemy, whoever he's chasing, was the future Jean-Claude Van Damme because he always appeared one step ahead. So I thought there would be a feedback loop, but it was not that. It was dumber than what I thought. Yeah, I wanted at least one version of Jean-Claude with like an eye patch and he's all grizzled and saying, you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Just always evil. Uh, and Dylan, Dylan's prediction uh, was that this movie is about family and how children are the future. <laughs> he came in late. It's not wrong. That's literally the last line. Um, Sloan Peterson says, "Like I've got another baby." And then, then the door closes and it zooms out. And then Cameron shows up in his Detroit Red Wings jersey and he's like, "Hey, revs the Corvette engine. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go." I want I want a time cop too of like so he shows up at that and they just like the next time cop two is Jean Claude meets his son and he doesn't know what's happened in the past ten years and the, basically the movie is just a gritty family drama where his his whole marriage falls apart because he can't remember it starts off with like I told you to get milk on your way home from work Max and, and just like it's and then, you know, the threads just you didn't remember to, that oh you can't remember your son's name you can't remember his birthday you can't remember that vacation we went to disneyland and then their their marriage just disintegrates and that's it well because like that version of max walker is an alcoholic who doesn't spend time at his house right like does he turn into russell crowe oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it can happen to anyone. Why? Man, <laughs> you have that pandemic courtesy honk. You tried. <laughs> and then he gets Fortnite. Uh, so there was actually a Time Cop 2. Uh, I was doing some digging what? into this. It was a straight to DVD oh. sequel. The premise, okay, so first off, it stars Jason Lee, and the premise is he goes back Mm. to kill Hitler, (laughs) because that is apparently what anybody focuses on when it comes to time travel. (laughs) I don't think we're going to watch it. I don't think we can put ourselves through another time cop. I think we should have started with it, to be honest with you. Is there a time cop three? Uh, No, but there is the time cop video game for um, Super Nintendo, which is apparently a sequel to Time Cop because he's trying to also prevent some type of Time Cop or time issues. I don't really know. I just know there's a video game that takes place after the original movie. Uh, Let me take a guess. Developed by Ocean? No clue, but it reminded me of two games. It was The Phantom, if you ever played that for, I think it was Sega, Sega Genesis. It was a side scroller. Why does this keep coming up? Look, why does this keep coming up? <laughs> Nobody likes The Phantom. Nobody. I don't think I beat the game, and it's like, it's still in my head. Like, I remember the part where I got stuck, and I just don't have that closure for the video game of knowing how it ends. I'm probably sure I can, like, watch That's it on YouTube to see someone go through it in the next hour, but... That's actually one of the only um, games that's never been uploaded to YouTube because nobody <laughs> likes the Phantom. Except for us. We're going to Google that after. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Another, another time fact 
about Time Cop. This was Jean-Claude Van Damme's highest grossing film. Uh, so we're just yeah, talking. We talk, yeah. yeah, we were talking about that previously because uh, he did back to back. Yeah, cut, cut it out earlier when we were talking, because when you mention it now, it's going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Do you yeah. want me to keep going? You want me to keep going with these time oh, yeah, facts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I'm loving this. Yeah, you put they, a lot of work into yeah, this. Put it, I, I did my research, guys. I stayed up late. I tried to write an intro for Dylan that I read, and uh, I also did some research into Time Cop. So, Time Cop. Cut that out, too, so we look professional. <laughs> <laughs> no, they get the they get the dark and gritty details of this podcast. So, Time Cop actually beat the Shawshank Redemption in the box office. Fuck me. Yeah. People should yeah. not oh, be allowed boy. to watch movies. <laughs> so, the yeah. first two weeks of release, Time Cop sat at the number one spot in the box office and made a hundred and one million dollars. Oh my god! Uh, well, Sha- uh, Shawshank that is so much money yeah. in '94, and Shawshank only made fifty-eight million dollars. The main reason for this is because of how it's marketed and the posters. So think about like the poster for Time Cop. You got Jean-Claude Van Damme, and it says Time Cop. You know exactly what you're going to get with this movie. But Shawshank, you got a man yeah. with the rain beating down on his chest. Name's confusing. Who's going to watch that? So Time Cop. Number one movie. It had a pretty good trailer too. I'll I'll have to admit the Time Cop had like they at least cut it together that it looked interesting. Like I would watch that. Got our attention. <laughs> that was the effort. That's where they put all their effort is to just edit the trailer so people will go yeah. in to watch it. They didn't focus anything else on the movie. Well, clearly, and it shows. Fuck Time Cop. Last last more time facts. Last last time fact for you. Uh, the producer for this movie was Sam Raimi. We were all surprised when we saw that name come up. Uh, this was probably I think probably his first comic book movie uh, that he produced on. And this could have started his role of producing more and more uh, comic book movies. Cause I think he did dark man and then he did Spider-Man right after that. So this, this may have kicked off Sam Raimi's comic book. Wait, he didn't work for seven years. Sorry. Like this started the kick for Sam Raimi to focus on comic book movies. Like, did he jump from like, I want to produce time cop to fuck this industry to Spider-Man? Is that no, what happened? No, no, there's Dark, Dark Man, Man was, was in there, there too. Dark Man was later. Let's talk about the greatest time travel movie of all time, besides Back to the Future 3. Ne- Army of Darkness. <laughs> also a sad movie film. <laughs> is that time travel? Or is that a dimensional jump? Uh, he goes He goes back in time. Uh, and then he goes forward in time, but he didn't speak all the words correctly. But there's like, but it's like demons and stuff. Deadites. Evil. But is the implication that exists in the world that he? I guess it does. Uh, it's, it checks out. I've done. Okay. I've done a lot of research on this too. Okay. And you're not. You guys aren't the only ones who can do research. I can look up facts as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, but I could. <laughs> yeah, you didn't look up. For facts. example, investing in nuclear bombs. Highly. <laughs> Oppenheimer. I want to buy. Uh, <laughs> Zeppelins. They're the next best means of transportation. Yeah, you know what this movie was missing? It needed. It, it needed some. Hot air balloon travel. That's what this really needed. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. To get yourself out of danger. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm out of here. Off of the hot air balloon. Like, that has to be like the deus ex machina of the 90s, which is hop in a fucking hot air balloon. Get out of there. <laughs> Just leave. I'm ca- I'm- Anyways, let's have some more time facts. Uh, no, that was about it. I was going to propose a question oh. to you guys while we were watching this or we we're going through this episode. I had a question for you, but I don't know if it's relevant anymore. I wanted to know which movie that we've watched previously has approached time travel in the best way. 
So Ninja Turtles three or Time Cop? Which one? Which one had the best? Those are the only two movies we've seen in time. What about Total uh, Recall? That's kind of time. Pay Paycheck. Paycheck. Total Recall. Uh, I mean, paycheck. Obviously, that makes the most sense. You shoot a laser around the curvature of the universe. <laughs> it reads your palm. Palm Street. And then that's palm Street. Palm Street. Yeah. Crystal ball. And you get like forty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this machine cost three oh trillion dollars. Uh, Not even forty seconds. Uh, like ten seconds. Three was like very straightforward. Their time travel, and there was like no questions about it. It just worked. So, so you're saying magic Ninja Turtles three had straightforward time travel rules? No, 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 no. Because they had the 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 logical quandary of the same number of people had to be holding the lantern at the same time. Yeah, and they very, said they said explicitly at the same time in a movie that was about time travel. You're like, what the fuck does that mean when you're dealing with time travel at the same time at different times? Well, yeah. Okay. So think about last week when you were um, going for a walk. Let's oh, say. it makes perfect sense when you got a split screen and four Japanese like honor guards are holding it and then four Ninja Turtles are holding it. But they said, yeah, the same number of people have to be holding it at the same time. And you're like, wait a second. This is a time travel thing. I did t- time and time travel don't work. It's more reasonable than time travel. Anyway, at least they got soul magic in that one. This one's got none. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. There so is I guess revenge in this movie. Though. Paycheck wins. Paycheck, yeah. yeah. Paycheck wins by default. He gets revenge <laughs> on the senator. Yeah, but he wasn't intolerant. The senator was very intolerant because he broke that guy's nose and he shot that other guy. Those are the only two evil things that he did. Well, that wasn't like... That's pretty intolerant to shoot someone. That is peak intolerance. Murder? That's, that's right up there. <gasps> yeah, but he was a supporter of universal health care and uh, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Those were his two top policies if he became president. <laughs> Wasn't he the white supremacy group? Though? No, no, there was a white supremacy group that we did not mention. Oh, we just glossed God. over that one. <laughs> there was? I don't even remember. Okay, yeah. I missed that plot point. Oh, so right. when, so when Jean-Claude Van Damme goes back to his future house and he has a future nap on his couch while he's watching future TV, there's a clip saying uh-huh. that the white supremacy group has now enough funds to run um, for Tennessee as well. Yeah. Is, that, is that referring to him then? Because he got the money. No. No. Different group. Different group. Oh. The, but then why would you mention it if it's a different group? Because I think it's showing how bad the future is, uh, like how bad 2004 oh, yeah, is, because it's kind of a dystopia. But you don't really get that. You don't get that larger scale with Time Cop, right? Because we're, we're just so focused on their, their factory of where time travel is going to be taking place, and then it's in s- specific locations. We don't see how the world is affected how bad 2004 is. We just know people are wearing metal shin pads and have hoop earrings and oversized jackets. That's it. Two dudes. Two dudes. Everyone else was normal. (laughs) Totally normal. So in the dystopian future of 2004, there's white supremacists actively involved in politics. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, there was a, there, it was like, there was a lot of weird parallels with what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, we, it's, we had time it's traveling. It's really Trump. disheartening. That's, that's what was yeah. basically happening in this movie. About yeah. as competent, too. <laughs> I can see Trump getting kicked into himself in a time travel scenario. Are we living <laughs> in one of those, in one of Jean-Claude Van Damme's time ripples right now? Is that what happens? It's possible. <laughs> the first thing you should know is that the matter it cannot occupy the same space <laughs> and if it occupies the same space you're okay. gonna get nullified okay <laughs> many people are saying if you occupy the same space with the same matter you will be nullified I got the best people <laughs> and everyone says if I get kicked into myself 
I will be nullified. And this is what we're trying to avoid. Give it up for time travel, folks. We love time travel, don't we? <laughs> don't we, folks? We love time travel. I love it. I went down to the White House the other day, and I said, time travel, it's big. It's big. Many people are saying, okay, I'm done. No more. <laughs> We're so topical. And that's where we end after we hours. Time, we raise more money, <laughs> travel through time, robbing gold carriages than any presidential candidate in the history of American politics. Bunch of dudes, white, racist, fat fucks yeah. clapping the audience. Yeah! <laughs> Cut that part out. I don't want the white, racist, fat fucks to hear me say that. I'll let him come after us. us. Let him come after us. Declare your allegiance. <laughs> anyway, that was Grand House Courthouse for this week. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, Time Cop. Smartest movie of 1994? <laughs> Maybe. I, I have I have looked at a lot of porn at my job. I have. We could have seen the hairs of his anus. Is that a positive? Randy, jacking off at your desk again. Come on. You office trickster, making me look at your erect penis again. This is the easiest way to make money. But yeah, just a real, real cool guy. Real cool guy that just wants to help. But he just says, "Have a nice day," and then that's it. Get the person back to lady. What if killing Hitler isn't so bad? Does he? So is it more you shouldn't kill Hitler than you can't? It's frowned upon. But like, but flip it, flip it now. I'm a star boy. But the bodies hit the floor? Up and at them. Up and at them. Another, another time fact. Why does this keep coming up? Look, why nobody, does this keep coming up? Nobody likes the Phantom. Nobody. I think mullets are due for a resurgence. Yes. My husband would never have a mullet, ever. More time facts. Liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen was a big thing in old 90s action movies, right? I can look up facts as well. I mean, I didn't, but I could. Give it up for time travel, folks. We love time travel, don't we? Don't we, folks? We love time travel. I love it. God, fuck that guy.